Thank you for joining us today to learn more about the economic substance law and how it might affect your fund and the options that DMS can provide to ensure that you and your fund are compliant. I'd like to introduce you to my colleague, Nalo Dowd, the De Executive Director, who leads the DMS Economic Substance Team here and who is based in the Cayman Islands office. Nal works closely with our team, not only in Cayman, but in Europe and Asia. Niall, can you give us some background as to what the economic substance law is, please? Sure, thanks, Alison. As some background, the economic substance law was enacted as a response to efforts made by the OECD to enhance global tax transparency under basis erosion and profit shifting, or BET, as it is commonly abbreviated to. The law itself is not specific to Cayman and actually impacts many low-tax or tax-neutral jurisdictions. In reality, with the move towards greater, greater tax transparency, more jurisdictions are likely to be included. The idea behind the ES law is to align the location of economic substance where revenue is being bought. What are the relevant activities outlined in the economic substance law? The ES law outlines relevant activities, and to name a few, banking, shipping, IP, insurance, and fund management. Focusing on the fund management area, entities must demonstrate that the core income generating activities or SEGA, are completed in the jurisdiction where profits are booked. If the core income generating activities are not being completed within the jurisdiction, then profit cannot be booked for that activity. Most managers or advisors have a transfer price whereby income generated abroad can be repatriated to the home country and a certain percentage of this is taxed. The percentage will be taxed in the home country really depends on how much work or value add is being completed in the tax neutral jurisdiction. As the ES law and subsequent guidance notes unfolded, we worked with managers, legal counsel, and tax advisors to better understand their needs and concerns. Under the law, managers can comply in two ways. One, being a physical presence in Cayman, opening an office and relocating staff, or two, by way of an outsourced solution and engaging a firm to complete the core income generating activities on the ground in Cayman. Can you tell us more about how DMS can help and how its structure is beneficial to clients who need to comply with this law? Sure. DMS is a, a well-established USIT and AIFMD management company in Europe, which is MIFID licensed, and we have replicated our offering in Cayman to help managers satisfy their substance requirements. As part of our solution, we address each of the core income generating activities to provide independent directors based in Cayman. Each meeting will have a majority and quorum of Cayman directors independent risk reporting such as VAR, stress testing, breaches, liquidity monitoring and concentration limits, and a portfolio management and oversight team to work with the investment advisor and ensure substances being met within Cayman. In regard to the fines now, uh, we've heard that these can be quite steep. Can you give us more information on these? Sure. The fines for non-compliance are relatively small in year one at uh, 10,000 Cayman Islands dollars, which is 12,000 US and $100,000 in year two. While some managers and advisors may view these fines as relatively low, the main impact for non-compliance could mean managers face reputational risk and may not be able to attract further investment or institutional investment in the future. Regulatory fines for managers will likely be seen as a red, red flag as part of the initial and ongoing due diligence. For the 2020 financial year, managers and advisors will need to provide detailed reporting to the regulator, noting how they've satisfied economic substance in Cayman, who has completed it, which has named employees, and there may be required to produce supporting documentation to show this. While there is a cost to compliance, 
many clients have seen a net benefit in complying with the law. That is, by complying with the economic substance law and providing more substance to Cayman, they're able to adjust their tax income onshore. Economic substance has been very topical over the last year, and I'm more than happy to connect and answer any questions you may have. Moving on to the questions that you mentioned, um, what are the most common queries that you and the team have been seeing recently? Certainly, two of the most common questions are what information needs to be filed as part of the annual declaration, and two, has there been any update and guidance note three? So, so to look at the first point, we have seen a draft version of the annual questionnaire. There is a huge amount of information to provide. For example, have you satisfied SEGA? How has this been completed? The operational expenditure incurred carrying out SEGA. The operational expenditure incurred outside of the islands. Time spent completing the SEGA, including details and employees. And if the board meetings were held in the islands, the frequency and quorum of directors. For the second point, with regard to guidance note three, we are still waiting on the final version to be released. It is worth noting that the economic substance law itself will not change, nor will the core income generating activities, but there will be some further details provided on what is expected. Secondly, with regard to guidance notes three, we are still waiting on the final version to be released. It is worth noting that the economic substance law itself will not change, nor will the core income generating activities, but there will be some further details provided on what is expected. Ultimately, entities will need to be shown an ES solution has been in place and, and throughout the year. Niall, thank you so much for your time today. If you are listening and would like to find out more about the solutions that DMS has, Niall would be delighted to help, and his contact details can be found on the introduction to this podcast.